When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Queen Latifah this morning. Yeah, Hattie McDaniel was the first black person to win an Oscar. She won it for playing Mammy in Gone with the Wind. And Queen Latifah played Hattie on the next Netflix show, Hollywood. So what is her opinion on the recent controversy over Gone with the Wind? She says, quote, let Gone with the Wind be Gone with the Wind. And while Hattie's Oscar triumph was historic and groundbreaking, the experience wasn't exactly magical for her. Queen Latifah says they didn't even let her in the theater until right before she got that award. Yeah. Someone came outside and brought her into the auditorium. She wasn't even allowed to sit in there. And then she had to read a speech that was written by a studio. You know, that's not what the hell she wanted to say. Then after that, all she could do was play the same kind of roles. HBO Max, of course, removed Gone with the Wind, but will bring it back with an intro that contextualizes its racially troubling elements. Hmm. So, all right, um, yeah, there's uh, there's some there's some good news for diehard fans of tennis and competitive eating, of which there is literally zero overlap. Uh, let me start off with our own Western and Southern Open, which is uh, also one of the Tennis World's biggest events. They're going to relocate it from its longtime home of Mason to New York City, but just for the 2020 season. And uh, there will be no fans. That, of course, leading into the U.S. Open. Uh, The U.S. Open will be held in Queens, New York from August 31st through September 13th. Uh, For these events, they're promising to take extraordinary precautions to protect players and staff, including robust testing and additional cleaning. Which is interesting, because just two months ago, the U.S. Tennis Association said that the prospect of playing without fans is a highly unlikely scenario. But here we are. They were talking about how this is going to affect the local economy up in that area as well because people... I'm sure. Oh, tons of people Millions come and in millions town. and millions of dollars. They stay in the hotels. They eat at the restaurants. Wasn't it like $68 million? Yeah, it's huge. And even like, remember, like a lot of the famous tennis stars would eat at the restaurants downtown. You know, there's yep. been Serena Williams, Roger Federer. They've all been at Soto and Jeff Ruby's. And right. Well, I'm also hearing some of the players are thinking about not going. Oh, yeah. Because... Well, you know, New York being the epicenter for so long of the virus. Well, and that's like, what I hey, heard, too. That's, some of them were excited it was there because they won't be traveling 
all over to get to Cincinnati. They don't so have they, to travel. They, they didn't have to travel. So they liked the location of New York. And they're still kind of on the uh, downside of that curve. Which it's too bad helps. they couldn't have done both here. Why couldn't we get the Western and Southern Open and <laughs> the U.S. Open? Yeah, they moved the U.S. Open to here. That would <laughs> that be would awesome. have been That would have been sweet. Meanwhile, the annual hot dog eating contest is happening at a private location instead of out in public on Coney Island per usual. Thousands of people show up every year, even though even though a lot of people, including us, uh, think it's kind of gross. Mm. But it is entertaining. Yeah. All staffers will be wearing masks and gloves. All eaters will be tested before. And the location will be sanitized to the max. And oh, there will there will only be five eaters instead of the usual fifteen to allow for physical distancing. Mm. Yeah. Good luck, you guys. There you go. Good well, luck. Well, you know, you think about that too. They'll probably be doing a lot more long shots if the if the contestants are all spread out a little bit. Then the camera, you know, to get all of them in, we won't be so up close seeing them jam the hot oh. dogs into their face. I'm sure right. they'll have like independent cameras for each person, and they'll be like, "Camera two, camera three, <laughs> zoom in." Cool. Have you guys seen Mike Tyson lately? I have not. This dude is still in phenomenal shape. Before you get to the Mike Tyson story, I'm playing the 30 Rock theme. Oh, is that what that was? I didn't watch 30 Rock, so I didn't know. (laughs) You want me to do the 30 Rock story? Well, let's get that out of the way. I thought you had a fun new musical number for us. Yeah, I had no no. idea what you were doing over there. That's all right. So, NBC (laughs) is bringing back 30 Rock, but only for one very special episode and it has nothing to do with coronavirus or Black Lives Matter. The special is going to be filmed remotely, and it's going to air on Thursday, July 16th. Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, Tracy Morgan, Jane Krakowski, and Jack McBrayer, among others. Will be- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be there. That'll be cool. Episode will coincide with an upfront event where NBC hypes their schedule for next year. These presentations usually happen in May, but they were, you know, another victim of COVID-19. 30 Rock went off the air in 2013 after seven seasons. Hmm. NBC announced their schedule, and it includes a new Law & Order spinoff starring Christopher Maloney, who will reprise his role as Elliot Stabler. It's called Law & Order Organized Crime. He will also appear on the season 22 premiere of Law & Order SVU. And then there were three shows that got canned by NBC, and I don't think I've heard of any of them. Indebted, Bluff City Law, and Sunnyside. Well, that's why they got canceled. Yep. Mm-mm. President Trump is talking about law and order. He says he loves law and order. <laughs> Stop. He said the country loves law and order. He was signing the uh, an executive order on policing. And President Trump said Americans want 
more law and order. Americans want law and order. They demand law and order. <laughs> so that remains on the schedule for now. There you go. That has to be the most epic television sound effect of all time. Immediately yeah. when you hear it, you know where it came from. You know, that you, dun, dun. you yeah. know exactly what it's from. I wonder what the total number of episodes of all of the Law and oh. Order shows. It's got to be you know, in the thousands. thousands. Yeah. yeah. On forever in yeah. some capacity. Hmm. They yeah. show the SVU marathon still on cable, on cable like TBS or USA like, every day. It's because it's a long marathon. It's yeah. still going on. People love law and order. It never ends. Americans want law and order. <laughs> Americans want law and order. They demand law and order. Mm-hmm. And law and order you shall have. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. Mike Tyson. Conti- <laughs> please continue. All right. I saw that video during the... Remember during the pandemic, we had like an e-news story about him being in crazy good shape. And it was showing how he could still jab and fight as fast as he could 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, well, he works at it. And there's a fitness YouTuber named Will Tennyson decided to follow his diet and workout regimen to find out if he could be like Mike. So (laughs) it's a YouTube stunt. So it's more about the concept than the execution. The guy, what he did was he followed the Mike Tyson plan for 24 hours. So he's not actually committing to actually getting as ripped as Tyson. He just tried it for 24 hours to see how it would go. 24 hours? So, but listen to this 24 (laughs) hours. What did he do? This is Mike Tyson's daily routine. Started his day with a four-mile jog at 4 a.m. Completed the run in about an hour and spent the next few hours showering and resting. For breakfast, he had oatmeal, milk, and daily vitamins, then did 10 rounds of sparring training, followed by a high-rep, low-weight workout, including 2,000 squats, 500 tricep extensions, 2,000 squats, <clears throat> yeah, and 500 tricep extensions, 500 push-ups, 500 shrugs and six, with 65 pounds, and 500 neck crunches, if any of that means anything. <laughs> I'm watching the video now. Uh, this Will Tennyson guy put on t- face tattoos. Oh, God, he's got so he would, face tattoos. So he would look like Mike. So then, I mean, we're not even to lunch yet. For lunch, he had 150 grams of white rice, a nine-ounce chicken breast, and a tall glass of orange juice. Then he did six more rounds of sparring and had a snack of six bananas and a protein shake. Oh, my word. Finished up the rest of the workout, then ate a dinner of nine-ounce sirloin steak, pasta, and fruit juice. Damn. Mm -hmm. What kind of juice? Fruit juice. Oh. And then one final workout, 30 minutes on an exercise bike. Dang. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you He's have any audio from him. He's got a lot of energy. Are you thick? He said, I'm very sore. Yeah. <laughs> he said, my neck is super stiff, and I know I'm going to be feeling it for a few days after this. After five. <laughs> <laughs> after 2,000 squats, he's lucky he could even get on a bike. Right? Mm. Man. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa. Thank you, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Is he still going to do that fight, though? Remember, that's what he was training for, was he was training to do a fight in a different country. I don't know if it was Brazil or something like that, but... Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm a quack and I like to start trouble. I'm a drama king. The drama yeah. king, Mike Tyson. All right. Anything else on the E-News front? Well, we do have... Actually, let me see if I can find it. Now I can't find it. We have a story about... Jay, there it is. Jay-Z and Beyonce are getting sued. Oh, I heard about this. Jamaican artist named Lantoinette Steins suing Jay-Z and Beyonce for using her voice on their song Black Effect. 
She says they asked if they could record her talking about love, but they told her the interview would only be used for promotional purposes. So when she heard herself on the song and realized that the whole first minute is her voice, she was a little shocked. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.